2: Oh, staying alive, darling. Staying Staying alive. Thank you.
1: Hello. Welcome to Shuffology. My name is Asabi, and I'm one of your Shuffologists, and I'm joined here with Liam Madden and Josh DeVetta. Hello. Hello, friends. Woo-hoo.
0: Hello, hello.
1: This is episode hello. three, isn't it? Four. 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 Oh, my God, I misspoke. Episode four. <laughs> where has the time gone?
2: <laughs> I'm just going to be uh, thankful every time the boss goes, you could film another ep- record another episode now. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: It feels like we're filming because we're using Zoom. Yes, so, yes at yes, moment. We can see each other. What, what? Doing thank you, COVID-19. Um, So we've got a fun theme this week, at least fun for me, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's great. What's our theme, guys?
2: Uh, I thought you were going to tell us. Oh,
1: am I going to tell you? Okay. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I'll learn those. Our theme this week is birth year.
2: Birth year.
1: Birth year. That's right. (laughs) So each one of us (laughs) was born in a different year. Allegedly Allegedly Yes Well The jury's still out on me um, <laughs> <laughs> And so we have each picked Five songs that relate to Our individual birth years But Here's the thing I know the years That the boys were born But they have no idea What year I was born So they're going to have to guess
2: I thought you were ageless You I could am You could ageless. have been on the earth 200 years And I would never have known Asabi <laughs> 450
1: Don't get it twisted <laughs>
2: Oh my goodness. Well, yes, I am. I mean, depending on your choices, like, I feel like I have an idea in my head of your birth year, mm-hmm. but do we have permission to uh, guess it at the end? Yes,
1: please. <laughs> okay. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun to guess. So, Liam, it at try
2: not to be too offensive. <laughs> oh, look, He's going to be no like promises.
1: 1956. <laughs>
2: he makes no promises now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. I've got a special song dedicated just to you, Liam.
2: Oh, how lovely. <laughs> yeah, I love being it. the third wheel in this relationship. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: <laughs> we always need you, Josh. <laughs> All right. So, what we've decided to do is kick off from youngest, youngest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How about, um, leave it at that. Uh, uh, least years on the earth to uh, most
1: to <laughs> <Some> wise
2: <laughs> to wise? Yeah, we'll go with that. How's that?
1: <laughs> it sounds uh, good for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my god, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's uh, do we have anything special to say about our individual years? Liam, do you have any? We're gonna kick off with you, obviously. Do okay. you have anything <laughs> special to say about your birth year?
0: Well, I was born, so that's pretty special.
1: Oh, that is, I'm very grateful to that.
0: <laughs> uh, one of um, one of the bands which I'm going to be commenting on today did something quite special with the with the album that had. I, I actually mentioned two songs off this album. Oh wow! And it's actually kind of um, the what, what I'm going to say about this group and and what they did. Um, it's sort of the band for the album Together Alone and. For those who uh know know the band I, I won't mention it yet for those who know the band who wrote this album uh they actually recorded it in isolation oh, oh. so it's very very Can relate. connected to our times now yeah um
1: very fitting
0: but yeah very fitting indeed mm. but yeah i'm looking forward to uh talking about these two songs Me too
2: yes well yeah in my birth year there was a few exciting things that happened as well mm. uh, according to my research uh uh, apparently, George Bush Senior became the president of the United States.
1: That was very exciting. Uh, when I was
2: born. Uh, serial serial killer Ted Bundy was executed in Florida with the oh. electric chair. Oh my! Oh
3: Jesus!
2: Yes, uh, Nintendo released the Game Boy.
1: Yes, that was great. Can you a believe? Year? Can I you had believe?
2: One of those. And uh, the Simpsons first aired in my birth year as well, which I can't like so I dare say that my birth year uh, was the uh, breath of fresh air that <laughs> that, that the, the
1: earth needed. That the earth
2: needed to go into the next <laughs> decade. Excellent.
1: Oh, that's amazing. You know, I can only say that the best thing that happened in my birth year was me.
2: Well, I don't think the world's denying that, Asabi. That's <laughs> well, the world didn't really exist. Yeah. <laughs> it did exist until, that's right, until
1: I was born and I kicked off civilization. Yes, that's that's basically. You what were happened. the
2: second coming that was predicted. <laughs> <laughs> My and goodness. I'm just gonna leave it at that.
1: <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a short break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna find out who Liam's choices are. <music>
2: Hello, hello! Uh, every Hi. single time we have a break, I'm still pretending like it's longer than what it is. It's not. It's actually the the, the length of that sound bite. Um, well, we are here. We are back. Uh, this week's theme for our Shuffology podcast is hits of our birth year which is really, really exciting. And we actually are playing a little game where we're going to try and guess Asabi's birth year at the end of the podcast with her song Choices. Uh, My name's Josh Devetta. We have Asabi, as we just mentioned before. And we are now crossing over to Liam Madden, our lovely friend on the other side of the Zoom call. Hey, Liam. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Well, Liam, first of all, what year were you born in? Uh,
0: 1994.
2: 1994. I was but... A young'un. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> a young'un. <laughs> I was a young'un at that time. All right, Liam. So in 1994, what are your picks? Let us know. Tell us everything.
0: My first pick is "Tomorrow" by Silverchair. Yes, I remember, I remember the film <laughs> clip from the song. And when I was very little, I loved I loved the song, but the film clip scared the absolute crap out of me. I remember it's, it, it still haunts me to this day. It had that pig uh, character in it, and it was just creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Wait, wait, it, it had a, a what? A pig character?
0: Yeah, it was like this like villain of some sort or, or antagonist uh, oh. that, that was just rather creepy. What nightmares are made out of, I, I feel.
1: That sounds very scary.
2: Yeah. A great song. And well, Silverchair are quite, I would dare say, integral as a part of our Australian music imprint. Yes. I'm sure you agree with me, Liam. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. where, and, like, Daniel Johns, like, is so talented, still is talented. Uh, I mean, uh, it's really sad that he's also, like, been such a troubled, like, person with his, you know, um, with just the way that his life has turned out and everything like that. But, oh, Silverchair are so, uh, just, yeah, as I said, integral to our musical uh, imprint. And would you know what album, what what album was Tomorrow on?
0: Oh, hang on, just one moment. Pretty sure it Frog Stomp.
2: Yeah, I had have that in my head, but I was just thinking
0: No, they were Silver
1: Chair, they were a very young band. Oh, they they? He were. was
2: eighteen, I think, when yeah. they first got signed or something like that. I
1: really, I really it was young.
0: Something younger, like fifteen.
1: Yeah, I thought they were
0: Oh really? Oh when they got signed. Yeah. Oh, Children is Oh wow. Yeah, because yeah, I re- so, I remember so them. that was released on Frogstomp. Yes. Ah And was that their
1: first album? I believe so. Especially because I if do they remember were at the time. Yeah, they they had a popular song. In the U.S., I don't remember which one it was, but they but I do remember Silverchair coming out in the U.S.
0: Mm. And were they pretty big in the U.S. Uh, back uh, then?
1: That I re- well, I didn't actually—I didn't actually listen to them, but I, if I knew who they were, then yes, they would have been big because it would have been something that I would have heard everyone talking yeah, about. True. I think they were big amongst uh, skaters. So
0: the the skater kids. Yeah, that seems to be their scene back then. Yeah. Love that. Mm. Mm. So my second pick is actually What's the Frequency, Kenneth by REM.
1: That's a great tune.
0: Mm. Love it. Tell us why. I do love some REM. Sorry, that was a terrible joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: random. did decide
2: there for a split second. Like, I'm just going to laugh. Like. Yeah. I just
1: smiled really I, big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, not even
0: worth a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there was no audible sound coming out of my mouth. <laughs>
2: and tell us why,
0: Liam. Honestly, I'm not too sure. I, there are a lot of other REM songs that stand out for me, but because the the theme was 94, uh, sorry, the birth my The theme was birth year And I'm born in 94 I couldn't yes. really explore those other ones For this particular podcast yeah, So right. I thought the one The bang I would go for What's the frequency of Kenneth yep. And I'm pretty sure I remembered oh, it, Actually, I can't remember So I can't really say that But I, I feel like it, it comes from the, the first line What's the frequency of yes. um, Comes from an actor or something Uh previously that I think Jim Carrey portrayed in a Netflix show at some oh, point right. oh. um, I, it, please it, don't you... quote me on that that's just something from very vague memory oh so um, you
2: remember all of this in the womb no <laughs> yeah I did oh, yeah.
1: how do you know uh, it, I'm I, impressed
0: I as it was happening yeah. <laughs> I for some
1: reason <laughs> want to say that that first line is political of some sort but I can't I honestly can't remember
0: Kenneth who's Kenneth Yeah, I'm
1: just I'm just having a quick little look right um, now.
2: Kenneth Copeland Ministries. No,
1: it's an incident in New York City in 1986 when two then unknown assailants attacked journalist Dan Rather. So we all know who Dan Rather. While reporting, Kenneth, what's the frequency? So that was Dan Rather who was reporting, and then
0: and that's what they use for the reference. Yeah. Oh, incredible!
1: Yeah. I can't I remember. remember
0: what the Jim Carrey fact was. I do apologize for going on that tangent. No, that's no, all right. No, that's okay. There, I was there could
1: to like, be some relation to that.
0: That's true. I was just trying
2: to i think of liar, liar quotes in my head and none of them, <laughs> <laughs> none of them came to me. Well,
1: definitely not from 2014. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I only just got into Netflix. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I, yeah, I remember it being, well, I guess that's not necessarily, I guess it could be political, I don't know, but that's what I remember it coming from. But, again, I'm old.
2: <laughs> no, you're none the wiser, darling. What about your third song, Liam? Tell us.
0: My third song is, mm, 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 mm. mm, mm. My it. Best dummies. I remember um, this which was released in 93, but a hit in 94. Love that. And honestly, uh, the, the first time I remember hearing this song was on How I Met Your Mother, uh, when, um, what's his face, can't, rem- can't remember his actual name, but the, the singer from Crash Test Dummies, when, when he was on the show. And he was on the show a, a number of times, um, but there, there's one time where he covers his own song in the show. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. And and I remember I really, really just loved the, the melody of that chorus, which is what the title is called. Yes. Not much time would have gone into thinking that.
2: Well, um, the, the lead singer of Crash Test Dummies was Brad Roberts. Uh, yeah, Brad
0: Roberts? Yeah, Brad he did
2: vocals Roberts. and guitar. Okay, yes. cool,
0: cool. Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Love
3: that.
1: Now, you know, I was saying to Josh earlier that for whatever reason, I I was thinking that this song came out earlier, but no, it didn't. So I don't know why I have it. I, the the memories that I have of this song, I'm picturing people from an earlier time in my life than when it actually came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why. The years are starting to melt to melt, to melt together. <laughs> Is that a sign of old age? <laughs> No, I darling, it's a sign it of a be. well-lived life, darling, a
2: well-lived life.
1: Yes, it has been lived well. Oh, I'm
2: loving these <laughs> song choices so far, Liam.
1: Yeah, these are great.
0: Tell
2: us your fourth one.
0: Okay, so four and five are my favourites yes. out of this list mm-hmm. um, because I am an avid Neil Finn fan and just like what? yourself, Josh with Mariah Carey. <laughs> Neil Finn is my Mariah Carey. Oh, oh
1: amazing. Uh, well,
0: Liam, you are my Neil Finn.
1: Oh. A- <laughs> Wait a minute, oh, what? You're my Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, that's. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs>
2: Plot twist.
1: <laughs> I have been working this angle, Josh, yeah. for weeks. Yeah, I know you have.
2: Just like me to just bend and everything. <laughs> All right, and what are your crowded, is it crowded house choices? Correct. Yes. All right, crowded house late house on choices.
0: me. We've got nails in my feet. Great, some. Locked. Out, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful song. Yes. I actually learnt the the reason behind the song "Nails in My Feet" recently because Neil Finn now does a podcast um, oh. in isolation in his uh, LA home. Shout out and, to Neil um, Finn. Cross yes. promotion,
2: please.
0: <laughs> <Attention>. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, okay, so nails <laughs> in my feet. Uh, I, I thought it was something you know uh, to do with Christianity or Catholicism or something, but no, sure. it's got to do with um, the fact that, that when he was living in Melbourne He had this tennis court And he had to put sh- uh, these shoes On his shoes that had nails Out of them um, oh, All right. So, so it was about um, Doing that activity, not activity But chore when you walk on the tennis court And it's a grass tennis court I'm not sure what it's really called um, But maybe... that was the origins of that song
1: Oh, was he maybe aerating the grass? Is that That's it,
0: aerating, that's it. Oh ah.
1: Yeah, I'm smart too.
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: And, and and then Locked Out is um, my other other favorite from this year. And as I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, uh, they were recording this album on uh, I believe it was Kara Kara Beach in uh in oh, new zealand yeah, which new is zealand. completely isolated wow. um from from every everything in in new zealand and it was over this big valley there's a big podcast but not podcast there's a big um sort of um oh, what's it called that thing documentary it's a mini documentary on it and it was just a beautiful beautiful watch and yeah sorry i love neil finn yeah, yeah. That's really no, cool. don't
2: don't don't apologize. I love it good. too. Yes. Well, I love all those choices, Liam. I think you've, as, as always, Liam always starts out, starts off our playlist with some bangers. Yes, he does. Thank <laughs> he sure you. does. And it's always the That's right good. mix too. Because, you know, I've I got to admit, I mean, I'm, I definitely listen to our playlists off the air. <laughs> I do as well. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and yeah, I, I'm expecting my songs, obviously. But then there'll be one that I that I forget that we've talked about. I'm like, oh, this is Liam's choice and it's perfect for the mix. So I yes. love that. Yes. I love, love, love that. Well, thank you so much, Liam, for your uh, five (laughs) into this week's playlist we're gonna have a short break and we'll be back with mrs
1: this episode was supported by breaking rules publishing breaking rules publishing is currently accepting submissions in all genres including for their four magazine lines horror magazine the scribe triangle writers and the soon to be released someday magazine They also have several short story anthologies, such as The Hollow, Where All Evil Lies, and the upcoming Wedding Anthology. For more information, visit BreakingRulesPublishing.com, as well as their podcast, Writer Someday to Author Today. And we're back. Hello, everybody. Hi. (laughs) You are listening to Shuffology, a playlist podcast hosted by myself, Asabi Goodman, Liam Madden and the indomitable Josh (laughs) Devada.
2: Hello, hello.
1: Hi. So this week we are talking about songs of our birth year. And we just heard Liam's choices from the beautiful, lovely year of 1994.
2: They were excellent choices. um, Excellent choices.
1: Excellent choices. And that's such a great year. Now we are moving on to Mr. Josh.
2: Hi, hey. hello. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> well. first of all, what year were you born, Josh? I was
2: born in 1989.
1: Oh, that's another really good year.
2: Yes, and I, as I said before, there were quite a few big things that were happening at the time, mm-hmm. uh, besides my birth, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, extra couple of facts. Uh, the Babysitter's Club were really um, hot oh, and happening what? back then, yeah, the books.
1: Wow, I remember that. Yes. Babysitter's
2: Club. Yeah. Yes, babysitter's club. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um Toyota launches its first luxury brand, Lexus. Wow. Can you believe? Can you believe?
0: Would and it still be a luxury car now? <laughs> Probably
1: not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
2: have certain opinions about people that drive Lexus. Anyway, um <laughs> and also um still so some really huge movies at that, that year that came out. So uh Driving Miss Daisy.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Um Dead Poet Society, Captain mm-hmm. My Captain carpe yeah. diem seize the day
1: yeah.
2: when Harry met Sally
1: oh that's a I'll have what she's having yes <laughs> very
2: very classic rom-com wait a minute com. wait a
1: minute William's face right now
2: <laughs>
1: he's,
3: he's like,
2: like what are these movies Harry who? yeah <laughs> exactly uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade came oh, out that year as yes, well yes that was now such
1: a good movie and
2: The Little Mermaid
1: Oh, oh do you remember that poster cover I think yeah The Little Mermaid do you remember what was on that poster cover the um, controversy?
2: Um, a mermaid. Really? Shells.
1: There's a thing on that poster. What, I will oh. I will Google it and show you. Oh, please I don't do. want to talk um, about it on okay. air. <laughs> All right, if you can't but talk about is, it on air. <laughs> there is a thing on that poster where they had to reissue it, redo it. Did they? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was huge. Well, it was huge.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, so King Triton was uh, having no, a moment. It no, wasn't. Right. it wasn't. It was right. It was
1: a part of the castle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I think
0: I need to zoom in for this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Also, Liam's
2: Googling <laughs> as we speak.
0: Yeah, I Googled. Google it. Is, is, is it like a penis or a dildo? It is, somewhere? yes. Oh,
2: my gosh. It's nice so it's supposed to be coral.
1: Sure, <laughs> I don't know what it was supposed to be, but what it actually looked—it and it—it it was really graphic. Looking. All right, yeah. So yeah.
2: maybe one of the uh, animators were just having a field day, and
1: they always do. There's yeah. always there's always something on Little a subliminal poster. things yeah. or non subliminal
2: uh, things, and
1: you've got to wait for the you know the public kind of goes, oh wait, and, you know somebody finds it, and then everybody finds it, and then it's like ah. Right, but and it's Disney. Disney <laughs> is dirty,
2: people. Disney is dirty. So Ariel definitely had a few gadgets and gizmos aplenty. That's always <laughs> She did. <laughs>
1: you know, I never thought of it that way.
2: <laughs> oh, mate, with this mind, we can make anything dirty. All right. Well, I do have some. I, what I feel are some really cool choices for this playlist. Um, the first thing I've gone for is "Cold Hearted" by Paula Abdul. Oh yes. He's Good a month. cold-hearted snake. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, from the album "Forever Your Girl." which which is a really really good album actually really good dance
1: that's a great song yes
2: Um, Paula Abdul had some real big bangers uh, back in her prime that song went number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and uh, interestingly enough Paula Abdul started as an LA Laker girl
1: I know that. Yes, so she was a
2: cheerleader and actually got picked up by the Jacksons. Yes, I
1: remember that. At a game.
2: Like, they they were like, we want you to come choreograph, like dance for us, okay? And she's actually, and and so she was a music artist, but also a very renowned choreographer for really, really big stars as well. So, uh, specifically, um, like the Jacksons and Janet Jackson. Uh, so she choreographed What Have You Done For Me Lately, Control, Nasty, like really, really iconic songs from yes. Janet Jackson's catalogue. Yes. And interestingly enough, she actually saved her own money to record her first demo as well.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: which is really, really cool. So she, that's I think she had music in her mind. Uh, famously, Whitney Houston had no time for Paula, Paula Abdul. Because <laughs> she just didn't rate her as a singer. No. Um, uh, with this song, like it's... It, like, it really is when I think of Paula Abdul it really was about um the producers creating music for her to dance to yes. and the melody was almost secondary sec- like the like singing to it was, all, was very secondary to her sound mm. because I think like you know she would move her body in a certain way and the producers would try to pick up a way that she could create really, really rhythm big dan- yeah, rhythm and dances sure. to that, which is really, really interesting. Oh. I'm obsessed with the fast-spoken word part in that song. I I, yes. I could not perform it for you now. Actually, if you're a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, there's an iconic lip sync that happens to Cold Hearted with Alyssa Edwards and Kokomon Trees. And Coco Trees, like, word for word, nails that part of the lip sync. She even points to her mouth. She's that confident saying, watch my mouth. I'm not going to skip a word.
1: Wow.
2: Which was incredible. Season five, look it up.
1: I'm going to look that up.
2: I'm um, also the uh, the other part that I'm really, really uh, th- that I really love about it is the high synth and the strings um, in this because it creates a lot of drama in the song. Because um, I think if it didn't have the synth, I think it'd be it'd be it would be quite a blase um, type of track. Mm. But I think the high synth really, really just like sonically, it sounds exciting to me. I'm like, sure. okay, this is cool. Like I can imagine like you know that her her, her brain was turning, going, how do I make a really cool dances? How do we make really yeah. great visuals? So I really, really enjoy that. Um, and yeah and so which is a very Michael Jackson approach when you think about it too like just in regards to the visuals and the choreography and everything like that Um, so that's uh, track number one that I've chosen Uh, the second song I've chosen is uh, quite the classic I really am showing my demographic with this one Uh Uh, and that is uh, The Wind Beneath My Wings by the one and only Bette Midler from the movie Beaches,
1: Yeah, that movie was so big. It was so big. Well, yes,
2: it grossed fifty nine million at the box office, Ooh. which is really, really. But actually, it was one of those ones where it was getting a lot of butts and seats, but it was getting like mediocre reviews sure. from the critics, which yep. is classic story. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, but she's actually not the first person to record the song. So oh. it was actually recorded by another person called Kamal back in nineteen eighty two, and decided, and he was a country and western artist, and he he just thought that the song wasn't country enough. Sure. For his album, yep. and that particular artist actually came on. Out, so we have a really big show in Australia that was really popular called Spicks and Specs yep. uh, on the ABC, Ooh, and oh, I lo- love oh. that show. I kind of like want us to do a bit of a Spicks and Specs kind of segment. Kind of show? That'd yes, be really right. really cool. Yep. And um, he yeah, he was the one that he kind of like let, let out the means that was his his song first, and then he just gave it away oh. basically. And so there's actually been a few versions of that song recorded, and Betts is the most. Famous one, like yeah. yeah, Um, in regards, because like it, it it was huge. I think it went, yeah. Because even Gladys Knight and the Pits recorded a version as well. Can you believe?
1: I did not know this. Yeah, incredible. This version. Um,
2: me too, actually. And in the UK, there was a poll about the most popular songs for a funeral in two thousand and two this was the song. <laughs> so, so people Start apparently it. loved And I kind of love the, f- um, like I, my dream is to be lowered into the ground and my casket to George Michael's faith. <laughs> but,
1: do you want, but, do you want the organ bit at the beginning? Of uh, that? Absolutely. <laughs> That's the, oh, I love yes. that bit of that song. <laughs> mm. We're
2: just, go- and, um, and uh, the, like the song itself uh, just in the way that it like the formula Mm. it's a perfect pop ballad formula to me Uh, I think it has that sound that's so quintessential we've talked about this before that uh, classic 80s love song uh, sound Um, Bette Midler is also very important in in, in general in my opinion just to how performing was going and um, being able to bring like that element of like over the top acting onto film yes, yes, because you know that's usually a big no-no but she mm. somehow still does it's, it's a very make theatrical it work. way to yes. act
1: and she brought that too yeah. film yeah.
2: and can sing the pants off anything of I actually course. loved her like short run television show that she had mm. back I think in like the year 2000 or something I and, and I still have the like the, the, the her TV thing, so I still have it in my head sometimes and I have to wow. remind myself that it's the bet show <laughs> sort Amazing. of thing um yeah so with that um song I think uh you know it's 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 one of those like like it's 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 just quintessential uh, quintessential in my sure. opinion. Um so I, and I do have a few more songs sorry that I'm taking up all the time everybody. No no, uh, no everybody. express
1: yourself. Uh, so oh hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs>
3: segue. <Segway.
2: laughs> uh now the third song now this is a this is what I class as a classic. Uh it's a banger. It's everything and that is uh if I could turn back time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Liam's doing uh, his Cher impression you, as we speak. Oh,
1: so cute.
2: <laughs> and, you know, this song was actually classed as Cher's comeback record. Um, was, yep. Yeah, because she had that, you know, really illustrious moments with um, Sonny, like with the Sonny and Cher yes. show. Yep. Um, she had those huge songs like um, I Got You, Babe, yep. and uh, Bang Bang. And uh, oh, I still always have Cher doing all the parts in West Side Story. Yes. <laughs> Uh, still like uh, emblazoned in my mind after all these years. And uh, also, so it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100, which yep. is huge. Yes, and right. also written by the legendary Diane Warren.
1: Of course and it was. Who,
2: and she always gets a mention somehow because we seem to choose, we love those types of songs <laughs> right. apparently, Asabi. <some>. Well, <laughs> she's, she's
1: one of the best songwriters in the world.
2: And right. interestingly enough, Cher originally turned down the song, yeah, um, when because... um. Diane Warren is not like the most incredible singer in the world and so I think she heard (laughs)
3: heard
1: the demo and went
2: no we're not doing that song (laughs) (laughs) sort of thing but ended up yeah
1: this is the song where she wore that outfit on the Navy ship where everybody just gagged because Oh my God, she looked amazing. Yes,
2: the um see-through leotard. Yeah, moment. And she was
1: like fifty or something. I don't know. Right, she, was she? She was oh, older. She was older. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and the really huge long curly hair, yeah. the leather jacket, yeah. um, her butt showing, everything yes. like that. Um, she um that that video got banned for a while too from MTV. Oh,
3: really? Yeah,
2: because it was yeah it, that because it was revealing, too revealing. Oh, for a I'm, lot of people, I it was yes, gorgeous. um, so also, she sounds really good on this record, too, like yeah, <laughs> I have to does. say, she like just is just sings it so passionately and has lots, so much energy in her voice, yep. um you know, it's a really there's a reason oh. why it still classes as a classic after all this time. uh, what I do love about this song, uh specifically if I go into like a music nerd. Um, moment is um, I love the triplet rhythm of the part of where it goes, um, words are like weapons, they wound sometimes. I love that whole triplet feel. I really, sure. really love that. Yeah. And then it leads into that E, G sharp minor, F sharp chord progression, that boom, boom, boom. If I go, yeah, yes. oh, I think that's perfect earworm. I think it, it, it's such a good. It's like it's it's very suspenseful because you know it's going to lead into into another section. So I, that's why I love that. Like the way that this is written is just so good because every section is earworm, but it's really great musicianship at the same sure, time, sure. in my opinion. And then uh, the also the sneaky modulation at the in the middle of the second of uh, the last part of the chorus so it's in this normal key and then all of a sudden she goes if i can reach the sky oh, yes, yeah yes. and it just comes out of nowhere and it's the like key change yeah the key it? change yeah, yeah. and yeah. i'm like oh my goodness where did this come from yeah. like and so it makes the song even more exciting yes. again i think it needed that otherwise i think the song could have really of flat, yeah, yeah it so could have been really monotonous yeah. yeah and so i'm um, so there's just so many elements of that song that really really excite me when i hear it every single time i've never pressed skip on that song yeah um, I just think it's just, uh, and just a, a moment in pop culture. I think a moment, like it's a, it's a sham, mo- a true sham moment. My fourth uh, choice that I've chosen is by the original bad boy of R and B, famously married to Whitney Houston for quite a few years, and that is Bobby Brown. Bobby
1: Brown, Bobby. Planning for
2: your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Yeah, Bobby! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: And that's uh, his song, Every Little Step. I love that song so much. Every Little Step I Take. You will be there. Every little step I make, we'll be together. Yes, love oh. it. yes. uh the song was actually written by L. A. Reid yes. and Babyface, yep. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and this is—I think this is before LaFace Records as well. So this yes. is uh, reached number three in the Hot 100, which is actually huge for R&B at the time because they were quite separate. Separated. Like pop and R&B yes. was quite separate with the charting at that time. Um, I also love the um the drum on it so the snare very similar to what we've talked about before with that Phil Collins Snare. Uh, Um, I looked into it, and it was actually an accident. (laughs) The way that they that Phil Collins actually found that sound, so it's called gated reverb. So, which is why it has that particular um, sonic, like sonically, that you can hear it and go, "Oh, that's that's a Phil Collins drum sort of thing." And so, it had that similar drum in this song, which is really really exciting, like to me, Um, very much like the pre-R. Kelly stage, like before R. Kelly had his. His Moment. Moment. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you saw Osabi's face, you'll yeah. understand why I'm laughing. And also, I like that the chorus, like the melody, the chorus... Uh, sorry The melody contour Of the chorus Sorry oh. Almost sounds like A response to each other So it's like Every little step I take And then you go You will be there every... So it's like They really are Like responding a To each other response, yeah, yeah Which I really Really enjoy About that song And just A, a banger in general It's <laughs> a
1: great song I, I remember I was living in Japan When that song came out So coming from the US We had songs That would come out A little bit earlier So for me That song came out In 1988 right I'm not dating myself and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that it was i was a kid still but that was a huge song for us kids over in japan we just loved it and we loved hearing it and we sang it everywhere we went so, yeah. oh. It was a oh, great tune. Love great
2: that. Tune. Well, if I was alive, I would have loved that moment too. <laughs> you were
1: alive. Oh, that's true. Some, some <laughs> I
2: was an embryo. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At that time, yes.
2: <laughs> My goodness. And then the last song I've chosen, sorry to bore everybody, I feel like I've been speaking for 100 this years. Fantastic. Love fantastic. And I've chosen, yet again, another Madonna song because 1989 was a huge year for Madonna <laughs> with all her hits. And I've chosen the quintessential... Express Yourself. Mm. Don't go for a second, best baby. <laughs> Put your love to the test. You, you, know, know, you know, you know, you got to. to. Yes, I love that. Now, this is from the Like a Prayer album, which was a huge, controversial album. Yes. Uh, I, uh, excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> that,
1: like, a prayer was banned on MTV. Yes. Yeah, because she had a black Jesus. She did have a That's black Jesus. It was very sick.
2: Sacri- if you haven't seen the video, please watch it. You'll probably think, like, why is this a thing? Yeah. But of the time, it was so it controversial. Was having a black Jesus singing in front of a burning crucifix. Like, yeah. it was a lot. It was... Because that was her thing. She wanted to shock people. That was yep. the whole yep. uh, point of her package back then yep.
1: and um, the lead up to it on yes. it like they you know for days they were like oh Madonna's gonna drop her new song the new video watch MTV watch MTV she lost her Pepsi endorsement that's right well yeah as, oh but anyway, that's not the song Yeah, we're that's talking
2: not, about. <laughs> So we're talking about Express <laughs> Yourself. There's something a bit more exciting. Uh, number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, the production on this music video cost $5 million. Ooh. Now, also, I know I said one episode that uh, Mariah Carey had the most expensive Ooh. music video. That is incorrect information, ladies and gentlemen. It still is Scream, has, has the biggest budget. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then it's um, Madonna after that. Wow, yeah. okay. So... Mar- Mariah that year had the most expensive music video, sure, yeah, which okay. was she only spent a smart two and a half million. Uh, pocket you know, change, yeah, pocket change <laughs> for these people, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is funny. Um, and I just think that um, the song "Express Yourself" is a penultimate female empowerment anthem. Yeah, um, you know, I love it. That I love the beginning where she's like, "Come on, girls." Do you You believe believe in love? Because I've got something something to say say about it. it. And it goes something like like this. this. Love that. Just really. And it's a very gutsy uh, production as well. Like, it's got a lot of energy. Um, I think it's very much like, because this is pre-Vogue. Yeah. So if you compare it to Vogue, Vogue is very much more refined and it's got yes. a very. Um, is this
1: this is Cone Bra, isn't it? Um, is no, 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 no. Co- no this
2: is um, uh, John Paul Gaultier suit with the eye. Glass, oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the, eye, eye the one. Glass. Yeah, the, the eyeglass piece like, with, cone the short, was yeah, with
1: the short. Yeah, with Vogue wasn't. It? Yes,
2: Cone yeah. Bra is Vogue. Okay. Yeah, mm. uh, which is really really cool. Um, and again, I love that like she has so many references that it's hard to like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put them in by year sometimes because she has so many iconic looks. Mm. Um, and it's very funky and soulful It is as well and and really one of those songs that relies a lot on the background singers to really sell it yep as well because of just how big the the, the vocal is in mm. my opinion and yeah it's just really really thick and i just love it like i've it's just ah i get really really excited when i hear it now <laughs>
1: would you call this synth pop as yeah cuz it has that that string section that in it
2: i don't i don't I think if I think about what Madonna was trying to achieve, mm. I would call it just, I, I, I don't know if i call it synth pop personally.
1: Sure. But
2: okay. I'm sure there's many people that probably would call it synth pop. Right. Which is interesting.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah.
2: But they're my five choices. Oh
1: my God, those were amazing. And I love the way you really dive in to explain the detail of what you like about each song oh
2: thank you Well, uh, yeah. like,
1: you put me to shame oh. definitely because I don't <laughs> do that no, no, no I'm just like I love it because it makes me want to dance
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> Which, but that has but that has validity in itself <laughs> yeah. as well um, unfortunately I, I, I listen to music almost like a recording session so sure. I my, my ears already pull apart the layers yeah. I wish sometimes I could just listen to it listen to music without the details you yeah. know just to yeah. enjoy the just song for what the it the is yeah. Yeah. yeah but mm-hmm. unfortunately she was not born that way so
1: Hey, but we love how
2: she was. Yes. thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. All right.
1: Thank you, Josh. Now we're going to take a short break, and then guess what we're coming back with?
2: The undefined year. The
1: undefined year. (laughs) That's right. Let's do it.
0: Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast based on the live event where brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience so listen in to the story chunder podcast i'll see you at the chunder
2: hello <laughs> Asavi and I were just trying to whisper, communicate which soundbite I was supposed to use for that one. I've also missed a whole bunch of soundbites. I'll introduce them in the next episode. Oh, that's right. Um, because I don't think Liam heard the, one of my soundbites and he kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> we love technology.
1: We do. We're, yes. we're good goods at it. We are good goods at, it? at, it. Goods yes, at yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Well,
2: yeah. you are back. We have Liam Madden. How are you going over there, mate?
0: Oh, I'm still breathing. I'm yeah, still I'm so glad
2: to hear that. My name's Josh DeVetta, and we are Shafology.
3: We <laughs> um, are. With,
2: with, uh, sorry, I was about to announce Asabi. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's I'm like, okay. oh my goodness. But um, And Asabi Goodman, how are you going?
1: Hi, I'm so good. So, so glad good. to hear still that. Alive.
2: Yep. This is the Shafology podcast, and our theme this week has been hits of our birth years. Yay! So what was what was hot and happening when we were born? When we were being delivered in the delivery room? Mm. I'm sh- I would like to think that Express Yourself was playing wow. while I was being delivered. <laughs> I can just picture that. <laughs> I come out to the world and I hear, "Come on, girls." <laughs> you Do
1: you believe in love? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cuz I have got something to say about. It. Ooh,
1: exit oh stage goodness.
2: left. No. Um, yes. Yes, yeah, so with our lovely theme we've discovered that liam was born in 1994 great year great year i was born in 1989 and asabi is going to give us her list of songs and the running gag this week has been that we're going to try and guess her birth year via the songs that she's chosen
1: that's right and it, it is an eclectic list of songs i do have some little bits of history that happened the year I was okay born. this might
2: help with are you are you with me liam
1: It might help. I don't know that it will.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you're down to presidents, I don't know who your president was (laughs) at that time.
1: No. uh, Well, I do. But anyway. Um, So Margaret Thatcher became the leader of the opposition party in the UK. The year I was
2: born.
1: You're like, Margaret who?
2: I know who Margaret Thatcher is. (laughs) Thank
1: you very much. Liam's like, I saw the movie. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else. The Vietnam War ended.
2: Well, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it was a very good thing. Very good thing. And the movie Jaws was released. Okay, so.
2: Wow. Okay, now it's time to think about when was Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm slowly putting my powers of deduction together.
1: That's right. So, something for y'all to think about. That's what was going on. Now, um, yes, like everyone else, I've got five lovely choices. Love that. Um, The first song that I'm going to talk about is Fame by David Bowie. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fame, 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 fame. What a choice, I have to say. I love that song. And it's, it's just it's just kind of like a funky sort of tune that's got that driving tune to it, melody to it. Gosh, what else can I say about it? It was his first number one hit, Really? Yep. Yep. All right. And um, it was also it's also considered one of the 500 songs that has shaped rock and roll. Well, because you know rock and roll was still kind of new. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't.
2: Well, no. I think <laughs> you know I agree with that statement only because when I think about even pre to that when the Beatles like came out, mm. that was classed as heavy music, like yeah. heavy rock music. You listen to it now, going. Who are these little white people? Yeah. It's, <laughs> so <laughs> soft. it's so soft and beautiful, and like yeah, exactly. But okay. at the time, like come together, for instance. Oh
3: well, yeah. Like
2: that was so heavy for the time, you know yes. what I mean? Like that, that would be the similar thing when um, Nirvana came out in the '90s. Like that was yep. heavy music and yep. Rage Against the Machine, like oh, you know yes. all that kind of stuff. Yes. So yeah, I agree with that because I think um when I he- when I hear Fame, mm-hmm. I hear um something that it's taking um the heaviness of rock and roll mm-hmm. to the next level. In yes. my opinion,
1: yes. Yeah. Is it any wonder? <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I love that song I love hearing it It's off of uh, David Bowie's band Young Americans Oh, seems that somebody's Ooh, I don't know what's happening there Um, <laughs> And did you know, speaking of the Beatles John Lennon was one of the writers on that song Well, doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it was pretty, pretty impressive there Um, Alright, my next tune that I'm going to talk about this is it's an int- more of an instrumental tune yeah. than anything else. And it's one that I have always loved throughout my entire I still love it now, obviously. Pick up the pieces by the average, oh, average yeah. white band. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So da-da-da, da-da-da, I love that. Just the horn section in that is what's driving for me. Um, and then of course, you know, they have the pick up the pieces. So it's got a driving bass line. Um, it just—it's really head bopping sort of music, and you just kind of want to dance to it. It—it's not too heavy, but it—it it makes me feel really good. Yes, I love, I love that. I love it. I love to listen to it. Whenever I hear it, I just kind of go, "Oh yeah, hey!" Uh, it makes me want to play the bass. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's never too late to try, I, I used to play the bass. I don't Liam play can it teach you.
1: Yeah, Liam, do you play bass? I'm
0: the best bass player ever. So you've heard it first. First class (laughs) review. Wasn't even on Facebook.
1: (laughs) But uh, let me see, what can I say about this? So Pick Up the Pieces actually came out in the year before I was born, because right. But the
2: peak was when you were born. A UK band,
1: yes. I am right, and it did not chart in the UK when it first came out. Wow. And then they released it the next year in the United States, the year I was born, and it started to chart because ah. you know it's our kind of music. It's in- funky.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah, and so it started to do really well in the US, and then they went back to the UK, and boom. It charted.
2: All right. Yeah. So it took Just them like a while. That. They had to. Mm.
1: They had to leave their shores, kind of like Australians. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's <laughs> true. Sometimes
2: I'm. Um, you need that buzz from a like. Abroad. Yeah, from a broader market to come yeah. home to, so that's that right. people know who you are.
1: Yeah, and it's, that's kind of sad, but it
2: yeah. is sad. It's not uncommon.
1: No, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. Not here. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, no, that's a that's a great tune. Now, um, this next one is a very special tune for me because apparently my dad took my mom to see these artists while she was pregnant with me. So technically, I saw them too. Arrive, yes. <laughs> At least that's what my dad always says. <laughs> um, shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah. love You're Earth shining Wind and Fire. star, no matter who you are, shining bright to see.
2: They were dedicating song. that they were dedicating that to you in the womb
1: I think they were, yeah, I, I agree with were. that and if I remember correctly, my dad says that when they came onto stage, it was like they descended onto the stage, like they were <laughs> 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 things were different back then, I guess I don't know. it was this whole spectacle, you know um but so this tune was written by Maurice White and uh who was was it? And he says that when he the idea for the song came from when he was walking around one night, they were recording something else and he was walking around one night and he just looked up at the sky and had the idea for this song because it was a starry night.
2: Starry, starry. Oh, no, wrong song, wrong sorry. Song. Wrong song. <laughs> but
1: it's just amazing that that sort of inspiration can come from just looking at the sky. And it was a number one hit. It was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and on the Soul chart at the same time. That's great. Which was uh, unusual for the unusual. time for that sort of crossover to happen.
2: Well, which is why Earth, Wind, and Fire are so integral to the. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're big.
1: Everybody knows yeah. You know, September. And, yeah, so it's it's huge, huge, huge song. Um. Let's see. What else do I have on this list?
2: One more. One more. I think. Two more. Two, not, two more. more. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, maths and I don't get along.
1: Oh God. Which one do I want to talk about? I'm. <laughs> this is a. This one is a very sweet tune. Um. This is not the one I'm dedicating to Liam. Oh, babes. Aww. Love will keep us together. <laughs> Captain and Tennille. <laughs> so I, this is just. This is a song that's actually one of my friend's favorite songs. Um and she would sing it to me all the time, but uh, I had no idea that it was out during my birth year. And it's actually a cover. So, it was written by Neil Sedaka and Howard Greenfield, and Neil was originally going to stick it on his album in 19 <clears throat> a couple years before me and decided that, you know, it wasn't it, it wasn't what he wanted. And so Captain and Tennille covered it, and it became—it was on their debut album, and it was a number one hit for them on the easy easy listening charts. Yep, I can't speak right now. (laughs) Um, But back in let's see, what year was this? Uh, 2009. Neil spoofed it for a children's (laughs) album, so he spoofed his own song for a children's album, and he called it lunch will keep us together oh how cute a is tasty that track how cute is a tasty that?
2: track good on you liam i'll yeah. give you that one that's good yes. you.
1: lunch lady lunch lady lunch lady um
2: <laughs> well i guess that's a cheaper royalty if you get to spoof yourself isn't it <laughs> yeah so many
1: spoofs so many we should do a spoof show um, oh, absolutely mm, mm, that's a good one and so now my final track <laughs> This one I am dedicating to you, Liam. Oh Yeah. Are you ready? What is it? Ready? Lady Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, are you calling Liam Lady Marmalade or you?
1: Baby, it's the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've got it So who's patty the bell? Who the bluebells? That's why.
0: <laughs> Holy moly.
1: No, no. voulez vous coucher <laughs> avec moi ce soir. I can't speak French. Can you translate? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to translate yeah. that.
2: It is actually quite explicit now that I think It, about, is, yeah. it
1: is a very explicit phrase. Uh, well,
2: I've been waiting weeks now for us to talk about Patti LaBelle, so please keep going. Tell oh, us more. Oh, Patti
1: LaBelle, Patti LaBelle. So this was recorded by her girl group, LaBelle. Yes. Um, it was a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100, Huge but only for, for one week. Only for one week.
2: Which I, I if I was a... Uh, Colored women of colour g- group at the time I probably would have celebrated one week at number mm. one as well
1: yeah oh definitely it was huge especially on the billboard hot 100 so it wasn't on the R&B or chart, the soul yeah, yeah. it was hot 100 which means that's that's the main chart for yes, the, crossover. the entire country you get the yeah, crossover, it's basically. the crossover yeah so um, now, and a lot of people will know this song from the Moulin Rouge film. Yes, Liam's out. favorite
2: movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, it is
0: my favorite film. Yeah. Ewan McGregor in that film. His voice, so dreamy.
1: Thank you. I've is it his
0: say. real voice?
1: It is his real yes. voice. And you know what really upset me about that was that he was not nominated for an Oscar for that. He should have been. Nicole Kidman was, and she was like, well, don't get me wrong, I love Nicole. But yeah. Uh-huh. I think,
2: I remember at the time too, I was in grade seven, I think, when Moulin Rouge came out. And they pumped it hard in marketing about how Nicole Kidman was singing. That was like a huge marketing tool. Yeah, because they were like, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman kind of thing. I think I remember that.
1: And no one, I remember when, when Ewan comes out and he says, my soul is marvelous. Yes. And I think I just lost myself at that point and I just went oh my god this man's voice he's,
2: he's just, very talented oh, he's very, very talented. talented we love Obi-Wan Kenobi yes we do <laughs> Obi-Wan but he anyway done. so four
1: me. ladies four ladies famously covered this song for that film yes. it was Pink Maya uh, little Kim and Christina, and Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. That's right. Are
2: produced by Missy Elliott and Ron Missy, Fair. Missy, yeah. that's right.
1: Missy, Misdemeanor Ron Elliott.
2: Fair was um, the executive that signed Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. and also signed the Pussycat Dolls as well. There, oh. yeah. He's because he, that, that, he was on RCA Records at the time, right? And he was always into like finding like f, like strong fresh, females, yeah. yeah, fresh strong females. So he signed. So he originally put it forward for the Reflection song, yes, yeah, because that's that was her first. That the Milan Mul- soundtrack yeah. mm-hmm. before What a Girl Wants and Genie yep. in a Bottle and all that. Yeah, yep. but yeah, because um he was a A and R guy, but he could also produce.
1: Right. yeah so And I was- think this was the song where people realised Christina could really sing. Yes. At least and that there's a, and the there's a famous theme.
2: thing about that meeting too. So apparently, um, they were all about to have their meeting about like the song, and Pink's there, Little Kim's there, Myers there, and Christina Aguilera was late, and they rock, and she rocks up late with Ron Fair because he was going to be producing the record, and he goes, okay, so which parts have the most singing? Which 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 parts have the higher notes? Uh, is going to be singing that, and then apparently Pink was like, um, hi, uh, my name's Pink, you're late, wow. <laughs> um, she will not be taking those parts. That's the reason why we're having this meeting. Wow, <laughs> so that's a very very famous story. Yeah, because they, they had a very infamous feud back in the early two thousands. Pink, yeah. Pink and Christina Aguilera, but yeah, but with um Patti Labelle and yeah, and with Lady Marmalade, when it came back out, then it was huge also for them because they were put. They were pitted against the Supremes for a long time right. as well because, um, you know, they the LaBelle didn't really have like a huge push with Barry Gordy like the mm. like the Supremes did. Yeah, and so for them to even get that for one week was a huge, huge win. Deal. Yeah, huge yeah. deal for them. Yeah.
1: Well, didn't Diana Ross date Barry Gordy as well? I think. Yeah. I think she.
2: I think did. that's part of the story. Yeah.
1: It's anyway. part of the
2: story. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you so but much for those choices, Asabi. No oh, yeah. Everyone t- today has picked real bangers. Liam's picked some bangers. You mm. picked some bangers. I guess I've chosen one you or two good some songs. Right. Really <laughs> the
1: question I want to ask: Yes, have you figured out my birth year?
2: Oh, uh, Liam, I'm going to get you go first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what do you think?
0: I'm thinking somewhere mid to late seventies. That's pretty close.
2: Specific year.
0: Specific year, maybe 75 or 76.
1: That's very close. You got to pick one,
0: though. Really? So, Margaret Thatcher, right. Who's that again? <laughs> We're going uh, real history right
2: here.
0: <laughs> we'll go 75. What do you think, Josh?
2: Um, I was going to say 77.
1: Oh, you want to know who has it? Somebody who? has it. Correct. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: who is who's the winner? Liam. <laughs> so, what year was that? Uh,
1: Seventy-five. Oh
2: my goodness! Yeah. Well, it's, oh well, happy twenty-fifth birthday, thank Asami, you. <laughs> for the like third time. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Of course, Liam won. I feel like this is uh, rigged to begin with because uh, he you know. didn't
1: know. He didn't even know who Margaret Thatcher was. Please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Yes. We're gonna have a short break, and we'll come back with our last segment. back hello 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 we always say hello we need to stop saying hello at the end of every at the beginning of every (laughs) segment (laughs) but you know it's that time of week again my favorite segment ladies and gentlemen it is it's a flop. It's a flop. <laughs> we'll get better at these sound bites, I promise, I promise. So every week, uh, in accordance with our theme, sometimes it's not in accordance with our theme when we, when we feel like flipping the script, but we, um, with our five choices, we also all have a flop, a song that we cannot stand, Ugh. that we also add to the playlist as well, which is really funny because when I play the playlist after the show and then a song comes on, I'm like, oh, who, oh that's right, that was a flop. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: do
3: the
2: same. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go, why is Selena Gomez and diana ross in the same yeah. <laughs> in the I'm same wrong, wait why is crowded house and justin bieber all together oh. like, uh, kind of thing my goodness well you know what we're gonna start off with liam because we love liam's always a good starter yes and the most controversial
3: such, <laughs>
0: such a delicious appetizer liam yes. my
2: goodness well liam in accordance to our thing what is your flop of the week
0: my 1994 flop is Love Is All Around by Wet, Wet, Wet.
2: Oh, my goodness. A scandalo.
0: scandalo. What, was that the bite where you disagree with what I say? Wait, Can you
2: wait, not wait. Oh, yeah, do that one. No,
0: no, no, no. Oh, that's <laughs> that one. No, 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 no. Oh. Okay, great.
2: Yeah, I should have pressed that one. Okay, by next episode, I will have a better grasp on my soundbites. <laughs> yeah. I love that also I wanted the soundbites and have not used them the I entire know. episode.
1: I'm like,
2: press the button. I know. I just, okay, now I know what you've been saying the entire time. Asabi <laughs> has been giving me sign language, Auslan, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even speak it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> to try and get these. Leah, see, Liam's doing a better job. <laughs> Thanks, Liam. All right. So we've done wet, wet, wet. Love us all yeah. around. Asabi, what, what is your is, choice? What
1: is the. Uh, far, sorry, I'm just stuck on this wet, wet, wet. What is,
2: what is. Isn't that what the band's called?
1: What is that? That just sounds dirty. Wait, am I wrong? It's no. Moist. It's, it's, no, you're not wrong. I'm just, sh- I don't know, just surprised. All right. Anyway, my. Your, your, my, your flop, yes? <laughs> my flop is Jav talking.
3: Oh. Ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my god. oh my goodness
1: oh so this is a bg's tune oh my god there's nothing worse how
2: un-australian you?
1: <laughs> you know they're not actually australian they're only like adopted they're red,
2: they're red i know i've seen the statues yeah. <laughs>
1: but they're from the uk let's not get it twisted there's nothing worse than a I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well they've
2: the, the, the definitely had the, they've definitely had better songs. Well, they well, yeah, did, yes.
1: They didn't absolutely. even know what jive was, <laughs> <laughs> and the the original song was supposed to be drive talking because the there's a sound that their uh, the guitar was making that reminded them of their drive to the studio. So right. it was supposed to be drive talking, but. I can't remember who it was, What he kept saying, jive talking, is what he kept saying, and so they just changed the name, and then somebody's like, "Uh, do y'all know what jive means? And they're like, no.
2: (laughs) It just sounded really marketable. (laughs) And then
1: they're like, we don't care.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm sure that sums up Wasabi's feelings perfectly.
1: That's right.
2: And my flop of the week. Yes, what is Um, it? Go from over. my from my birth year and it actually I think I'm pretty sure this was on a television ad in the 90s back in the day but it's a song by the band Will to Power and it's called and it goes um Ooh, baby, I love your way oh, I can't yes. stand that song It's not like, my um, it? so Yeah, it's just can't do it baby, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It just like it, like I'm pretty sure like A Westfield ad had that song Or something oh, like that I
1: think that. you're right yeah. I seem to remember seeing it on television Yeah, on here.
2: television Yeah, something like that yeah, Just really, like, really, really, really Not my why? jam <laughs> Well, anyway th- Thanks for your flops, everyone yeah. We'll be adding those to the playlist as well That is the end of another Shuffology podcast thank you so much for tuning in with us make sure you hit us up on social media so everything is Shafology podcast you can also email us uh some of your thoughts you can let us know what you think at chefology podcast at gmail.com well on instagram or on facebook and thank you so much for everyone that has been listening i'm really really excited that people are tuning in which is really 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 cool i can't wait to uh, add more things to once we start building more of our audience as well um shout out to liam madden how are you going over there Oh, I'm still alive. I'm so glad to hear that. And Asabi Goodman.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do have an honorable mention for this week. yes? I didn't say it because, you know, I just didn't say it. But I'm dedicating it to Liam. This is a 1994 tune. Right, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, so this is for you. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Look it up.
2: (laughs) 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 That's such... Uh, an obscure, but yes, please look it up. And on that note, we're going to say goodbye. So, having a great week, everyone. Thank you for coming to the lab. <laughs> see what's on. yep yeah, no, I'm not going to finish that one. Yeah, see you on the other side. <laughs> and have an amazing week. See everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone-chillingly, terrifyingly horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me. Well my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making.